Hey y'all, let's talk about making your week a whole lot easier with Factor. Picture this, gourmet meals, dietitian approved, delivered straight to your door. No fuss, no hassle, just deliciousness waiting for you. Whether you're keto, calorie smart, vegan, or anything in between, Factor has over 35 options a week to choose from. And the best part is they're ready to eat in just minutes. But it's not just meals. Think snacks, smoothies, and all the good stuff in between. Plus, it's budget-friendly, way cheaper than your typical takeout, and way healthier too. Let's just say Factor gets you. It's perfect for our busy lives, offering flexibility with 6 to 18 meals a week. And don't worry, if you need a pause or reschedule, they got you. And let's talk about cleanup. With Factor, there's none. Meals come ready to heat and eat. So say goodbye to cooking and cleaning. So ready to simplify your life? Well, go ahead and head to factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 and use our code blackgirlflow50 to get 50% off. That's code blackgirlflow50 at factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 to get 50% off. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow Podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex. Two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you along this journey with us. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. We missed you. We've been gone for a week and oh my gosh, it is officially Taurus season, y'all. Shout out to my fellow Earth signs. Y'all know I love y'all and I hope that you guys are spending time inside or maybe treating yourself to a shopping spree, whatever you fancy, okay? Because it's a new season. Also, we're just really trudging along. Like, I can't believe we're in May. Years, months, days, weeks always seem to fly by. And I'm like, where am I? Like, what, how did we get here? But I'm really happy that the season has changed and that it's warmer outside. Y'all know, if it's one thing about us, we love to be frolicking outside. So I'm feeling really optimistic about the weeks and months ahead. If you haven't, if you're into astrology, I would really recommend seeing what, you know, phase of life you're in, maybe by downloading the pattern. But I do feel like some really great things are on the horizon for all the signs. And what's that other personality thing that you're into as well? Because yeah, we've been hyping up the pattern for a minute, but you've also been on some self-endeavors. What's that other one called? It's called dimensional. If you are a personality test girly and you just love learning more about your Enneagram, your Myers-Briggs, your love language, your work style, everything, dimensional is an app where you can see all of that in one place. No, this is not sponsored. (laughs) I love these apps that like kind of help us deepen our journey of self-discovery. 
For sure. And I actually think that that will come into play later in our conversation as well. But I agree with you, Tauruses, especially the Tauruses in our lives. We have a lot of mutuals and I agree. They deserve everything that they want on their birthday. And like best believe out of all of the Zodiac signs, I believe that they are the ones that are going to get it. Like they are the curators. They're like, this is what I want. It needs to be luxurious. It needs to be fantastic. It needs to be a spa day with my favorite people blah 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 and they're gonna get that so yes cheers to the Tauruses out there um I agree with you on like what is time and where has this year gone how is it already May and at the same time like I'm really pumped about that like uh, previously in different months it's been like oh I can't believe it's February February won't end uh how is it March this came too quick and May I'm kind of like I'm I'm here for this. I am here for this. Yeah, it's a different change of pace. And one thing that I feel like is a life update is that I, if you know me, I really don't like going to the gym. I try to avoid it at all costs. And I have been exploring this journey of movement for what feels like, you know, years now where I've been like, okay, I'm going to rebrand into a running girl. I'm going to rebrand into a yoga girl. But as I am just, you know, exploring different methods of movement, I think it might be time for me to go to the gym. And I am kind of excited because who knows, maybe I'll meet my husband at the gym. You never know (laughs) who might be there. But also at the same time, I just think I'm in the mood where it's, time for me to take charge and accountability of my fitness journey and you know like really figuring out what works for me and just going for it there we go okay well I can't wait till we get the little update of this especially as like the summer the kind of what does the new outside lifestyle routine look like so I love this for you and you are you've been such a great demonstration of the iterations that movement can take in your life. And I think this can just be a new season and a new place and a new type of routine. So I'm sure a lot of people are thinking the same thing, especially with just like the pressures of being summer ready versus just like actually being focused on the movement in your body. Yeah. My problem is that I'm like, how am I supposed to start my movement journey in the gym if I don't have an Apple Watch? Like, time for me to go get an Apple Watch. Well, I feel like I don't have specific like training shoes. Like, I guess I might have to. So it's just a whole sort of rerun every single time. That I, I love it though, because if you're consistent about anything, it is this. Because y'all, it doesn't change if she has a vacation spot in mind. She's hitting the online shopping, being like, so I need a specific fit, like the whole curation. So you're a curator at heart, and at least we know you're consistent, okay? Absolutely. My outfits, if I'm going to Mexico City, would be very different from Toronto. Shout out to all the all the people like that, okay? I need to feel <laughs> and we're, we are out there, our lives, you know? Yeah, I think I'm having a revelation of like, I might be the low maintenance girly that is like, oh, I don't really care. Where Like I shop at these three places once a year and that's like my wardrobe. And 
I really realized that I have like a few things I really like and that's it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is this really like, I don't, even if I tried, I don't even think I could be the style girly. Like Why I think- is Thanksgiving pick me? What is going on right now? I'm y'all. Did y'all catch that? I was trying to be vulnerable as we were sharing about our expectations for how we make decisions in our life, and Liv just went pew pew. This was not your time. You're like, I really don't need too much. Like, I just <laughs> no. I'm saying like, I'm not ever gonna be the girl that like people are gonna look to for style references and all this and this is partially because I'm realizing that I think my boyfriend thinks I have no style in conjunction with that so but in the sweetest way so true life apparently that's giving pick me I'll be ruminating around that and let y'all know next week if I think it is or not (laughs) I'm so weak well I love that you know we're in this new season of life I'm happy that my spending habits haven't rubbed off on you if that is one thing that I am you know happy about it's that you have not been negatively influenced by (laughs) all of the Amazon packages showing up at our door yeah no luckily I'm immune to that I love the way my bank account looks more than I like seeing all those Amazon packages Ooh, okay okay wait we've gone from pick me to girl boss <laughs> real quick real quick well I think that's just where we're at we're all taking inventory of our lifestyle choices what's working what's not and what you always talk about q1 and q2 we're q2 so this is the time where we can make small tests of change to scale later on in the year so I think that's just a reflection of where we're all at and I love it. I I think that's actually good that we have such different living styles because it allows for us to kind of see what the other side looks like and like support each other. It doesn't have to be like, you have to completely be like me or I have to be like you. There's sometimes just like a happy medium. So I love it. Absolutely. Well, I'm really excited to jump into this conversation as we're thinking about some of these like small changes to make in our lives and how do we start envisioning for the rest of the year as May kind of, I think Liv and I were talking earlier and she's like, I don't know about you, but my year just started. It feels like it started in April. And if y'all have been listening to us since the beginning of the year, we told ourselves that we weren't starting the year on January because it didn't feel right. So I think this is perfect because this this week's episode is really all about stretching outside of your comfort zone. And we thought it was really relevant because we've talked a lot about envisioning and imagining for our life and really kind of taking the reins and controls of what we want to do. And we talked a lot about quieting the noise and all this incredible stuff. And we think that we can't have that conversation of materializing all of those goals without talking about needing to stretch outside of our comfort zone, because we might have all these big visions of things that feel out of our reach right now. And it's not just going to happen with us sitting at home, doing what we've always done or taking up the habits that might not be serving us anymore. It's really going to require us to step outside of that. And what we often talk about is like our growth mindset and owning and honing in on that. But it's easier said than done. And this is the one thing that I'm like, yes, I will always be like, yes, retweet, try, iterate, outside of your comfort zone. And then some people are like, Lexi, it's your turn. I'm like, that's hilarious. 
<laughs> and so I have to be so for real with y'all that I love my comfort zone. I really do. And I only love stepping out of my comfort zone when I know it's going to benefit me. And that's not how your comfort zone works. So mm-hmm. Liv, I think, you know, we got to have some accountability in this conversation. So I'm asking for that, but I'm curious, just what your thoughts on stretching your comfort zone and, and how that's showing up in your life right now. Yeah, I love this conversation because I really like talking about untapped potential and how to really maximize our potential as Black women and going after all of the goals. See, now I'm giving girl boss energy, right? But the thing is, I find that it is relatively easy for me to jump out of my comfort zone. My thing is that if I'm jumping out of my comfort zone, I need to see how it perfectly curates after the fact. I'm like, mm. oh, it's adding to the brand. And this is like, you know, looking a certain way, or this is going to help me maximize this area of my life. And so I would argue that that's necessary. That may not be necessarily good or bad, but one thing that I've really had to work on, and people are usually pretty surprised by this is public speaking. Public speaking is something that I, my heart flutters and I've taken public speaking courses and I've done the extracurriculars where I have had to speak in front of hundreds of people, but there's nothing like talking to someone one-on-one. Like this is my comfort zone. Mm. And when I'm talking to a crowd of people, oh girl, my anxiety And I've had to really work on understanding how to manage my anxiety when it comes to jumping out of my comfort zone and not seeing an opportunity that pushes me forward as scary. It's all about that reframing of like, okay, I'm not scared. I'm excited Mm. because our brain doesn't really know the difference. I think that's so real. So, so real and quite literally like a physical manifestation of the discomfort. And I think that's something that we don't often account for that it's, it can be a mindset and it can manifest in our body in a particular way. And that can be so different for so many of us. And I'm curious to just kind of what you feel like the positive impact of overcoming that discomfort and those anxieties were because anybody who's stuck in their comfort zone, it takes kind of a little bit of a push or like a big justification to move you outside of that. Cause like, why would I leave this place where I know where everything's going to happen? And I have this routine to do something that I don't know what's going to happen. And if you can't see that end goal, like how do you how do you do that reframe? Like, how do you push yourself over that hump of the the discomfort? Um, I think it's probably something that I'd be asking myself too of make it make sense. Like, why would it be worth it? And so have you had found any like good reframes or ways that you've pushed yourself over that? Yeah. And I'd love to shape that in the context of even us living together, because as comfortable as we are together as friends, I think living with anybody is pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. You're in a very, what can feel like raw and vulnerable place because you're seeing someone so much more than you might've seen them before. 
and you can't hide your emotions, you know, to yourself because now you're sharing a co living space together. And that's why I think, you know, there's those statistics when married, well, not married couples, but like when sometimes couples move in together, maybe they find out that they're not compatible. It's because it's uncomfortable living with Mm -hmm. someone when you're used to living by yourself. Mm -hmm. And the way that we have approached conflict has really pushed me outside of my comfort zone. Y'all know I'm not the most not, you know, the most confrontational person in the bunch. And I oftentimes really like to just keep my feelings to myself. But when I'm trying to build deeper relationships with people, especially someone that I love and trust and I live with, I can clearly see that me pushing through my anxiety around speaking up is going to lead to a positive benefit to the overall health of our relationship. And so it's about that piece of being brave in pushing through whatever fear or anxiety that you have um, that really just may come from your childhood. Like I realized that I didn't know really how to deal with conflict because I didn't see it growing up. That doesn't mean that it didn't exist in my household. It's just that I never saw it played out. And so as an, as an adult, I have to be really intentional about pushing through and just navigating and understanding that there may not be a perfect way of navigating conflict. But what about you? That's so, well, I want to affirm what you said, because I think that's so true of one of those avenues to get over the hump is like trusting ourselves, like trusting ourselves to be able to navigate the uncertainty and that the one constant that we do have is ourself. And if we're not confident in how we're showing up in those space, then that might actually be the first step to overcoming that hurdle. And like you said, I think it is really brave to take on that level of uncertainty, not only for yourself, but then also doing that with other people because there's so much uncertainty and discomfort in navigating like really intimate relationships. And I see that all the time. And like I mentioned, so much easier said than done. Like I am such a big proponent of this, but like I do not always practice what I preach. And I know that intimately because I do feel like I call and make that a very clear expectation for the people I'm in relationship with is to like lean into that discomfort together. I'm pretty sure there's this like great quote. That's like your, the, your discomfort is your growing edge, like where you can really push and evolve. And I love that idea of like innovating and pushing ourselves. And I love doing that with people. I don't love doing that for myself with myself. Mm. I, you know, for the past couple of years when I'm calling with friends and catching up and chatting and it's like, okay, so what's going on with your life? And I always have this line where I'm like, nothing in my life has changed. Like I'm still living in the same place that I lived when I graduated. I still have the same job that I had. And that like dilutes my experience so much. And also has kind of created this moment for myself of saying like, wow, is that really true of like, my life is pretty stagnant right now. And how am I okay with that? And I'm kind of at this, you know, crossroads of needing to 
step out of my comfort. Like what I know I've worked the same job. I worked for the same organization since I graduated and really starting to think about, is it serving the same purpose that when I came out, I sought for it too. If not, what is going to be that leap? What's going to be that investment? What's going to be that next step. And when we talked about the personality test earlier, I'm in Enneagram nine, if you're familiar with that personality assessment and they're the peacemakers and they're all about like harmony and keeping the peace. And by all means, that means I love doing me and I love keeping things simple. And we're often like our negative personality trait is that we're sloth-like. We take a really long time to make a decision when it comes to our personal life. And I've had to really work the past couple of months to move through my discomfort, releasing a lot of things so that I can feel comfortable stepping into the uncertainty. And so for me, that's been a very internal assessment of discomfort. And I'm still, like you said, moving through that, trying to remind myself to be brave for me. And that's, so much harder than when you have somebody across from you who can mirror the the difficulty, can mirror the struggle together when you're just with yourself. And it's like, if we don't do this, I'm responsible for my own demise. And like this discomfort or this comfort is not going to reap me the life that I envision for myself. And that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. And it, it all connects back to that brave piece because mm-hmm. When you see more for yourself and you can see what your higher self looks like, then that often looks like maybe having to leave your hometown, making the career switch that you've always wanted to, taking a step to write the book, taking a step to reach out to someone that you might have lost con- you know, contact with. It all takes these very deep and hard emotions, but taking the leap can reap so many benefits. And the way that I look at it is that I don't want to die with regret. So I look at every single situation where I'm like, okay, am I going to regret this? Sometimes, sometimes what we'll find when we step out of our comfort zone is that maybe it wasn't the right time to take the leap, but still in failing, you learned still so much more about yourself. And I think that that's worth exploring. Absolutely. There's this kind of motto in some of the work that I've done of just failing forward that like, even that failure is momentum and it's movement. And, you know, you're talking about being on your movement journey. Like sometimes that's just what we need to do. You just need to be moving. And there's like a lot of really cool graphs that help us understand this idea of comfort. And a lot of the time right outside of that comfort zone is fear And then on the other side of that fear is the learning. And I think that is truly what we're talking about when we're saying failing forward and being okay with that, because we see that failure or that fear as learnings and insights to increase our awareness. And after moving through all of those is our growth zone. And that growth zone is where we know that our flow is in, you know, full force, our visions, our purpose are aligned with our dreams and aspirations. And so I agree with you of the regret shouldn't keep us from that because I always go back to, if not this, then what, you know what I mean? Like 
if we're not moving towards our visions and our dreams, then what are we doing? And that always kind of lights a little, little fire under my booty. Cause I'm like, Oh, right, right, right. That's right. That's right. We just got caught up in that, those excuses and those opinions of others. We got, we go, we know where we're going. We know where we're going. And so, and what's that Octavia Butler quote about change? It's like all that you touch, you change all that yeah all that you touch you change all that you all that you change changes you the only constant is change God is change okay right there so if we're not changing if we're not rebirthing ourselves if we're not creating new pathways and imagining what could potentially be out there for us then we are not going to reach the level that we see for ourselves. We're not going yeah. to be able to step into our full power because what we were too scared. Like, does that even sound right? I know. See people that again, maybe don't have the full capabilities of your gifts acted out. One thing that I've really learned as a creative is that if I do not take charge of my ideas, then those ideas go to other sources because oftentimes we're all vessels you know of God and so when we receive messages that we feel compelled to put out there it feels like okay this is the time to put it out there but if you're too scared to put it out there then it's going to go to a different vessel and it's going to find its way into the universe somehow because that was it was time and so it's never about fame or money. It's really about the community that we want to cultivate and the vision that we see for ourselves. And that was, in a sense, really destined for ourselves, but we have to take charge. Once you take the leap, you're just going to be pushed. Like, just imagine yourself being pushed five steps in the right direction if you just take one step. Divine I, intervention. I is- couldn't agree more because you know, if I had to give advice to anybody who feels like they're in that stuck place of paralyzed by their fears, like you said, of being heard, being seen of the, uh, you know, like episodes we've talked about before the fear of our own success, it would be small is all like Mm -hmm. you just have to do. And that that's from Adrienne Marie Brown. I, I didn't come up with that, but you know, one little piece of movement is momentum and that's an inertia and an energy that you can leverage and can keep you going. And so, you know, I love your example, Liv, of your movement journey because it hasn't always been prescribed and prescriptive and looked the same, but you've done it. You've, you've made small movements and that's enough. We're not going to get to our end goal overnight. This is a journey and we have to be brave enough to take up that journey for ourselves and for the people around us. Cause I think you're so right of like, what stories are going to be written about us? You know, are we just going to be sitting in our thoughts and in our worries and our woes? Or are we going to be known for the action and the bravery and the, the ideas that we cultivated, even as radical, as un, you know, realistic as they were, at least we thought them. And that feels like the place I want to be in. I couldn't have said that any better. That was so beautiful. So I hope that you all feel ignited to take the leap, to be brave, 
God rewards us when we're brave. So I know that anyone listening to this right now, you have the capability of truly being the version of yourself in your wildest dreams that you might feel like is so far-fetched. Like if you have the idea, it can become a reality. And the only way you can get there is by getting out of your comfort zone, being okay with rejection, and having this deep knowing that you are on the right path and that whatever opportunity you get is for you and whatever opportunity you don't get is not for you, keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. And lean on that community because they're going to keep you brave and they're going to love on you through all of that thick and thin. And we're right there for you. We're not here just for the wins. We're here for everything in between. Oh, definitely. So I can't wait to hear what you all are thinking about and the commitment to stepping outside of your comfort zone. You're making small, big, and everything in between. And like always, we appreciate you all and can't wait to talk to you all next week. So with that, peace, love, blessings. Bye, y'all. See you next time. All right, that wraps up our episode this week. We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps grow our BGF tribe and support our podcast. As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the kikis. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks.